0: Good afternoon,
1: everybody, and welcome to another edition of Get in the Herd. Today is Wednesday, and today, today we're really going to have herd mentality here. We got, we, got a, we, got the, we got the big dogs in the room here. I um, know, <laughs> uh, this could be a fun show. I'm looking forward to this, right? Three of my favorite people in the whole world, uh, three people I credit for saving my life for real. Um, and I, I probably don't give you all enough credit because I get, you know, in my own feelings and emotions sometimes. But what I do is I know there's a lot of love in this room right here. And I want to introduce um, three of my favorite people, of course, starting with John Schinholzer. He's the Shin of McShin. Yeah. Took me about six months to figure that one out. Oh You're
2: a slow learner, man. You're still a Gee, slow I'm learner.
1: A, yeah, you know <laughs> I am, right? <laughs> He's the president and co-founder. Co- you founder.
2: learn. That's good.
1: <laughs> I've got uh, Jesse uh, Jesse Wasake. I love that. I got that from you, and of course, the the incomparable, the the uh, the, the indefatigable, um, wow. honesty Liller over Stop here, <laughs> chief executive officer. <laughs> I don't um,
0: even know what this was. What, what was that?
1: <laughs> Urban Dictionary. Look it up, man. Oh, no and also, we got I'm Todd well over here. That. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. So, um, what we got today is just to have a conversation. I I, I really wanted to, to to get an idea of how this all began and where it started. Where we are now, and you know, we've talked a lot about the new normal and where we're gonna go.
2: Well, the alarm clock went off at six a.m. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: Be more specific. What do you walk. mean
2: where it started? I didn't do the virus thing, man. <laughs> oh, where did McShin, McShin start? Oh, McShin.
1: Oh, 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 oh. oh <laughs> heard. You know, I have a, uh, I have your. <laughs> I have the Mick of McShin on tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. Um, well, she'll give it you it a John, different version Is it John going to interview her? <laughs> no, we have yeah. them separate on purpose. <laughs> wow.
0: She, I think that would be fun. If you yeah.
2: Kidding. I, I we well, have done it before. It can, it can happen again. It can happen again. I'd rather COVID be over with though. We mm-hmm. get a break, you know. So <laughs> we might have we might tell Wait, a different What does what that, that what does that mean, John? It means I've relived my honeymoon for like about <laughs> three three months now, man. I started three months ago. I got a different woman now that I had three months ago. <laughs> a oh, better three, woman. Hopefully, Oh, much better, of course. <laughs> I found out all my shortcomings and character defects. I didn't know I had so many.
0: <laughs> I did <laughs> Yeah, right. Jeez.
2: Oh, <laughs> I mean, the list goes on. I think I, I think I reached the
1: end of the internet on that one, man. <laughs> hey, Todd. Uh, just so you're, we're seeing the same thing. but yeah. uh, We're not seeing comments. Uh, no. Okay. I'm under, yeah. oh, oh, co- t- oh. Ah, there we go. Nothing. So what happens
2: when you when you cooped up like this all this time, man? Life takes on different meaning, man. You got you got neurotransmitter, you didn't know that, was, that could fire
1: like this, man. I have never laughed so hard in my life that I That's have in this job here. Oh, you know, that yeah. might be true. That's that is for we sure. We do laugh in recovery. We love recovery. A lot of I fun, really man. Do. We do love yeah. recovery. So, so getting to the idea Look of. Look we- Jesse. He's thinking, have I laughed in recovery?
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I feel uncomfortable. <laughs>
1: I well, mean, just, oh, I would was, I was say you were off the image for a second there. Now you're being, now we can see you. Oh, you're gosh. in it now.
3: Shit. I feel like my back is to everything.
1: No, <laughs> what are you looking at us,
3: man? What are you talking about? The producer is down there. You're not in the yard, man. He might to be, be in like the putting back. up signs behind me or something.
2: He know, is. A little bunny ear
0: pop-up. I'm the one that takes videos. <laughs> <laughs> Shit.
1: So, so we got but look, you can see some of our viewers up there right now, some of our listeners. Uh, ben Kramer. Ben Kramer, by the ben, way. Big uh, uh, ben, ben Ben lives in our housing. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jason, his, his color buddy late at night. Baby. I love no. Jason. Yeah. No, no, I
1: Jason, good no. to see you. So no. No, so, no, so oh, there's Lisa. She's always poking and picking it. Hi, Debbie. These are all of our friends. So the question the question is. Where did this all begin? Where did McShin what was what, what started McShin? How did we get how did we get what we have today? And how has this grown into the the national or really the international phenomenon that we are in uh with the authentic peer-to-peer recovery movement? And that's well, a really good can question tell for you that Don.
2: Story. Who knows how it began?
1: I know there's a couch involved. Let, let
2: me hear Odyssey's version.
0: Um uh, well
2: Thanks for sharing. Odyssey, it's your right? version.
0: <laughs> yeah. John and Carol were at a, a 12-step fellowship camp out. On a
2: Saturday night. On a
0: Saturday night.
2: High in the mountains. And
0: they were talking, <laughs> but they were sick of people not getting the services that they needed the same day. And they've been doing this already for lots of years in long-term recovery. So, John, being John that he is, Monday morning, he went to the uh, 501c3 office and applied for the nonprofit. Oh, went to a
2: lawyer got the lawyer, LLC. Okay. then i went to the account and, and then he the called final. carol after oh, all of that i <laughs> caught her on the way to the lawyer's office i said hey we're going to start that foundation we talked about the other night her response was what foundation <laughs> you were the same campfire i was okay we had this conversation <laughs> it was clear we were going to do this then she reminded me of a coffee shop i one stone that didn't
1: oh, do well man, what about so.
2: a coffee shop but this is different this ain't coffee this is recovery. His
1: recovery, yeah.
2: But in a nutshell, the idea. One night, two days later, McShin was was open. One one night, well, say that I again. I said one night on a Saturday night. <laughs> mm-hmm. The idea popped up. And within 48 hours, McShim was open for business.
1: And when did you have your first participant?
2: That day. I, I had one in the car with me when I was riding around. <laughs> that checks
1: out. New problem.
2: Don't leave home without a new problem, man. <laughs> Windshield tie, very important component to uh, recovery.
1: You just reminded with, me I had to. Update John, where, where
2: was it at? Our first office was uh at Rubicon, had their headquarter office in Scotts Edition over on McTavish. So we, <laughs> we had we rented a little 56 square foot room office above, you know, the second story room they had. and had a little waiting room outside. So we had a little office, had a big waiting room, and probably, well, actually, I went from the, the lawyer to the accountant over to Rubicon all the same day. And I paid for everything out of pocket. And, uh, you know, I was still painting and wallpapering. So I think the next day I had a, I had a newcomer with me, a sponsor and i told him man, i spent enough money i'm broke i ain't got enough money for a telephone he said let's go to we, i think we went to office max he said pick out any phone you want our first phone was bought by a sponsor <laughs> kevin kevin triple i'll even give him a shout out man All right, Kevin. Great. hey bring, and he, and he's in still in recovery yeah i mean he's got 17 18 years now i mean so that
3: so so back then was, was there any kind of partnership with Well, they gave me cheap rent
2: and I actually paid it for like three, four months and they gave me a couple months. Oh, at the time, though, I was on their uh, board of directors, so I knew who they were, where they were. I knew they had the space available. So I I was on that board for like 12 years, I think. I ended up chairman of the board You know, at the end of my tenure, being on that board. But the, the amazing thing was, within a short period of time, I'm talking within weeks, I had 30, 40 people hanging out. In that little waiting area up there, it was like a clubhouse almost.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And, and then, what added value to people must have thought we were so good, they were dropping their kids off and leaving them there.
3: So, <laughs> so I, we don't want them to take them. No, yeah,
2: I, yeah. Adult kids.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They were, that's, that's what happened with honesty. They just dropped her off and mm-hmm. take her. We don't want her.
2: <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> we, we don't want the one with the active addiction, the acute one. We want the clean one back. So.
1: Well, so in those early days, what were the services that were provided? It was it was just straight up
2: just conversation, <laughs> man. I mean, it was insane. You wouldn't believe it. I couldn't type, I couldn't text, I couldn't work <laughs> a phone, a cell Still phone. Well,
1: I mean, it was horrible, man.
2: You space, I mean it was space, just,
0: space Information.
1: Mm. <laughs> um what was housing an immediate uh, event? Well, when did housing come Well, in? here's
2: the housing piece. My my original intention was to use Oxford houses, mm. you know, because I didn't want to. I'd already owned and operated many recovery houses since 1985. And I didn't want this to be a, a housing organization. I thought we were just going to be a, a information provider, you know, um, resource, and I thought if I could, if, if somebody needed a place to place a stack I'd call up an Oxford house mm. and they take the person in. But what I found out quickly was that Oxford only interviews on Tuesday nights. So if you get somebody on a Wednesday, you got to wait till Tuesday before Oxford will interview. Mm. them. And I thought, well, that defeats the purpose of helping somebody the same day. Get them, get them, you know, we, we were engaging them.
3: Oxford still do that?
2: I think it varies. I think some Oxford houses might take in the same day, but some might wait for the weekly meeting. You know, but back then they, you know, they were pretty strict about that now. If I took somebody and a handful of money on a Wednesday, they'd probably hold them till the Tuesday night meeting. But then, but then you got to realize, you know, you got, you know, they they need money too. So the real issue became, we got real indigents.
0: Yeah, they didn't
2: have any money, nowhere to go, and and that, you know, on a serious note, one reason we started mixing was we were noticing people coming to the meetings, and they weren't showing back up the next night because they'd been arrested, because they went back out in the community where they died so the whole bottom line concept was just get them engaged get them safe to include you know safe sober living recovery residents whatever you want to call them a safe recovery center to hang out so they didn't have to go back to the old people places and things and if you could get them engaged in services from like the community service board or maybe you could get them the treatment they they had insurance some money but it took a few days to get them in treatment you would engage them and hold them and and start you know breaking down their disease so when they would go to rehab they'd be in a better position to maximize the outcome of their rehab stay of course they'd come back to the community they'd want to plug right back into that recovery herd that recovering community so it was all about connection to safe recovering people
1: Hmm. so when you had 30 and 40 people sitting in that room what the heck did you do? Was it just you by yourself, or was Carol down
2: there? It was, it was, it was, uh, it was me and whoever was there. You yeah, know, a lot you, of times I'd run off and do a paint job. You
3: can't tell John's pretty entertaining. <laughs> Sit in a room. Oh, well, with thirty people, nobody <laughs> was crying. I can tell you that. You know, <laughs> if they
2: were, they weren't crying long. I mean, who wants to get oh, clean and be unhappy? Exactly. That's right. That's right. Exactly. I mean, it It, it, was, it was really completely than it is now, but the same spirit is there, that authenticity, that authentic peer recovery support service providers the same spirit. That's one thing about McShinn. I think Jesse and Honesty and even you realize and mm-hmm. Todd, you know, we are definitely and truly a group of authentic peers that stick and stay. And we understand how valuable it is. it's almost like I hate to say it, but you know, the service work you learn in 12 step programs, well how do you how do you uh have that same service work spirit in a, in an industry that doesn't exist. So we sort of created this industry or was one of the original people in this community doing this. And at the same time, was, it was happening nationwide. So you guys, all all you guys in this room came in here at a different level of our growth. You know, I honestly came in here, you know, pretty much in our infancy as we was approaching adolescence. Mm-hmm. So she got a little old flavor, old school what it was like and then you got to be part of the uh the more i don't want to use the word formalizing but we have gotten a little more uh i'd say responsible in many ways and professional. a little bit different i hate that word professional man <laughs> i love you know, that word <laughs> you know but it, but it is true you know we, we've come a long long way and jesse you stepped in it was unheard of back in the day for somebody to step into a, an existing organization and 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 apply and interview and become a chief operating officer. You know what I mean? Just unheard of. And Nate, you come along, got to be an outreach person. We you know we built that infrastructure, so it would be there. So, so when new people come, they don't have to start out like we started out, or people before me. You know, so
3: that's what's so marvelous about this agency. So I, I just from from everybody sitting here, or something because listen to you talk, John. What what about the the, the pushback? Did you get pushback from from um, the 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 twelve step well area, like I know, you, I know, well, I've seen it since I've been here, and and I'm grounded in twelve yeah. step. But you're like a pioneer in twelve step too,
2: you know. Originally, we got a lot of support from the twelve step folks, but twelve step people they're really uh suspicious. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> any, so anytime you have to create a funding stream to pay the bills, <clears throat> all of a sudden you know you're making money, you know. Yeah. Shit, man, I went three years without you know spending my own money for three years standing in this agency up. You know, me and my wife. You know, we we took a huge financial dip, you know. Um, and then the then the uh the local tax funded agencies, they were suspicious. I think they were envious because we could do things they couldn't do. And they just couldn't understand it. It was new to them, it was foreign to them, you know. Well, I think I think they wish they could do some of the things we did, but they they sort of they got these policies and protocols and rules and regulations that as good as they are, every time you get an added level of rules and regulations, you get a a, um, a decrease in efficiency and outcomes, I think, you know, if, if, if recovery is the outcome, you know, so yeah. re- recovery is our outcome, but that is our goal. So we got to be big boys and big girls on one hand, but we got to be authentic recovery hope dealers on the other hand, because it's the hope shot is what it's all about. You know, it's hard to bureaucratize a hope dealer in a hope shop, you know, and, uh, and they're going to find out everybody in this space in the next five, 10 years, they're going to really realize you might want to keep the hope dealer a little bit isolated from the clinical professionals, although interact at intervals
3: that make sense. Yeah. I love, I love what we do. Yeah. Like we get to be of service and like some people from the outside looking in, they don't, they don't actually see what we do boots on the ground and know that our ultimate goal is we just want to help. You know, I, you said some people were envious when you were starting it up. I can see that. You know, I can definitely see that. I think it's a healthy envy,
2: but you don't yeah. want to be
3: counterproductive either. Yeah. I mean, it, it takes... Away from I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. The spitting of the tobacco, God, right?
1: just like a out of my mouth. I cannot. <laughs>
3: I What started that? Was there like a new I stress was, that brought that on up spine, mm-hmm. uh, we new were stress, that brought, new no, stress that brought that, nothing,
0: that on? You started when you started working here. <laughs> no, I, I think I
3: was
2: chewing when I started, and then I quit for like you 10 did years. For years. I stopped chewing for 10 years, and about
3: a year ago. Yeah, I know it's been over two years since I've been here, and you weren't doing it when I first started. I know. Somebody uh, new came into your life. We
0: and, know who it is. <laughs>
3: Uh,
0: (laughs) But just to piggyback on that for a second, like when I started working here years ago, John, I remember distinctively that he didn't probably my, almost my first year working here didn't take a paycheck. He just made sure that I got paid. I had my daughter and, he would do. He would leave McShane and go do paint jobs and wallpaper jobs and leave me here not knowing really what I was doing. I was five months in recovery. when I <laughs> Don't use and <you>, be <laughs> nice yeah. to somebody that yeah. come through the door. Don't run them off now. Yeah, Don't them. give anybody drugs. <laughs> yeah, well, I lived in the housing five months before mm. I started working here, so I kind of knew what was going I, on. I but, see Debbie's
2: comment, yes, laughter is the best medicine. I'm you far. got that. Yeah, we're Lisa, what are you talking about? Yeah, Lisa she, Jesse she, laughs
0: inside.
2: She's still, she's still trying to get Butch out and get a job, man. So. Oh, yeah.
1: but Butch has been out running around with Rayford the last couple days here. Oh, later. there's the odd couple uh, right there.
2: Now they got two chairs in the back of the truck. So every job they get to, they can both have a seat. You they, right we're out
3: used it. To, honestly, we were you. you it looks like we were about to get into something.
0: Well, just to piggyback on him, it was a different world back back then. I mean, I came in in 07 in, McShin, in the housing, and then when I started working here, oh, my gosh, it was completely different to what it is. Besides, I mean, still that authenticity, definitely that peer-to-peer connection, but it was just John and Daniel was the executive director in this guy,
2: Anthony. Anthony, and
0: then he, we know what happened there, but... Um, so it was just a mess, you know, and so like for us living in the housing, they only had three houses back then. And the female house, I lived in that house one week Smith house by myself. And um, Kelly Haley wanted to ask you if he could move oh. in with me because he felt bad. Remember Kelly? Um, yeah. But you know, even back, we have two little offices downstairs. But we had
2: all the women coming and going, too.
0: In the housing, yeah, yeah but yeah. no you one is, running them off. No, no, please. Honestly, <laughs> this is my house. Get real. Uh, I was hey, a,
2: Bernadette.
0: I was a completely different person back there, and back then anyway. But um, so, yeah, so there was no female. And then I just, I was working for Daniel Payne. He hired me with his, and we painted. Kelly's downstairs. John taught me how to paint houses and we painted houses for Daniel. She spilt paint all in the front yard. It was a disaster. Um, uh, and I fell. It was Good idea, wrong
2: place for the paint, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah.
0: But, I mean, that was just, like, that authenticity. Like, Daniel took a chance on me. I was nannying for his son. I was working for his now, now you were business. nanny
2: for a while. But.
0: Yeah, and I couldn't even take care of my own daughter. So, it was, like, that's that connection of recovery is, like, just giving people chances, you know, and, and um, you know, having hope that it's all going to work out and be okay. And so... So I nannied for him and I had to pay my bed. I didn't have any money. I think right. Derby paid a couple of weeks bed fee, whatever it was back then. I don't even remember. And they gave me gift cards to the Arby's up the road and a carton of smoked cigarettes, a carton of cigarettes and pretty much said, figure this, you know, what out yourself. And I had to do. All, that's why I tell all these participants, like I had to pull the weeds out there just like them. I had to paint houses. I had to do. You know, yard work, uh, wheelbarrows. Daniel left me a couple you, times. You were with willing flat to tires. do anything. I I'm willing that. to you, do everything. You I a bitched and the complained the whole time, but I showed up the <laughs> next day. Every single day I showed up. And
2: um, yeah, well, let, me, let me mention Daniel. A lot of people don't realize this because, they, you know, this part of our history gets lost in the shuffle, but I think we were like a year or two open. I don't know how long we were. It wasn't long. And Daniel Payne, who is now the owner of widespread uh, solutions, you know, he came along and a young man in recovery, you know, and and, uh, he had a job, you know, he was a surveyor at the time. And I think he was making like 20, 25,000 a year at the time. And I said, look, man, I want, I want to hire you to be our executive director. We need an executive director, You're a college graduate. He was a VMI graduate. I said, I want to give you a job. He said, well, how much? I said, I'll, I'll match what you're paying now. Maybe a little more, a little less. I'm not sure. He said, Well, that that ain't too bad. Cause surveying get kind of old in the summer and in the winter, and I'm not sure what I really want to do. I said, I'll even give you a bonus. I give you, I get, I give you the ability to make your income because we don't have the money to pay you. <laughs> so he had to leave a job, a secure job, to come work for us with no guarantee. Yeah. But yet because you know I had a little business sense on how to make money in the contracting business. I said, look, you know, I'll teach you to be a contractor. You make plenty of money. And didn't he help develop
3: the um, the recovery coach he
2: did. Yeah, yeah, that, re- that that recovery coach man, he he really he kind of wrote it. Him and uh, it. Peter Gamon, who now works for the director of the uh O and But mm-hmm. Peter had a contract with a company uh i forget the exact name of it out uh, was it out Al, Outria, trio or altamont altram Altrum. Altrum, yeah. yeah and, and uh, we got a grant from samsa to write a recovery coach manual and so i would tell daniel i would tell him my thoughts and he'd write them down mm-hmm. and uh then peter would organize was it in, in a good for it was it was <laughs> tough because sometimes my brain won't work but daniel did a good job you know because he, he had great ideas i mean he was the one that come up with the getting herd, the herd. No. That Daniel Payne, I think he's the one that first started saying, You got to get the herd, man, get the herd. You know, I'm sure he probably heard that. You know, maybe I said it somewhere along the line. I don't know. But you know, we've been the herd. That's where the herd come from with Daniel Payne, the, the, the
1: owner of widespread solution. Getting the herd. I like that. I like that. Well, so so I'm glad you brought up the peer recovery coach manual. Um, how does that how did that work uh in terms of what is now we have the peer recovery specialists here in virginia and elsewhere in the well country. how did that, that, is that, this, that did that, i open not, up a,
2: not, can of worms? a good question uh,
3: yeah.
0: Actually, pass, it's, pass.
2: it's a great question hey i'm trying to fill time here well no i think you know we needed uh you wanted to have a sort of a, a, a credentialing uh pathway so you had you know you had that recovery coach that was a big phrase used back then that was before the change it to peer recovery support provider. See it's like everything we come up with, somebody else had to rename it and you know call it theirs or something, you know. But it was but the good part about our book, it was it was originally funded by Samsung and it's a free book. It's on our webpage. Anybody can use it nationwide. In many states current uh recovery or peer trainings I I still get phone calls from people all over the country. Hey, can we
3: use this book? Right now, there's a state that's using it for the equivalent. Uh, yeah.
2: This. Well, we 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 uh we got a 45-hour training uh not only accredited by NADAC so that we can use it for CEU purposes, but the state of Connecticut. They finally approved the McHen 45-hour recovery coach model, which is now they can use that in Connecticut to compete with their existing training. Most states only have one. One training program. So part of our idea is, is to have that model, that training. Any any state can use it if they want to use it, one of their credentialing tools to be a, a peer leader in that state. So we, we hope to improve on what we have and, and mm-hmm. continue to proliferate that nationwide. So that's a great question. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. We got so much depth I, here,
3: man. I've um <laughs> I've actually I've done both training, train trainings. And I mean the, uh, you know they're they're very similar they're very 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 similar. I think the 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 PRS one it does have a little bit of focus on MH. Mental health um, in, in in our recovery coach manual doesn't really go too much in depth in it well, he talks about it but just doesn't go Well, too when
2: in we depth. started McShin, there was a separation of SA and MH yeah, nationwide yeah. and then SAMHSA blended them. Yeah. And we we fought that actually so we did not want to blend. We thought you should keep SA MH MH. Now when they cross paths you wanted to have a good blend, the ability to you know to be aware and take care of and whatnot, but I I don't to this day I think it's a bad idea to blend those two so heavily. I still think they should be somewhat separate. Let those in recovery from substance use disorders be the uh, primary authentic recovery support mm-hmm. service providers. Those in inmates be the primary over there. But with a with past mm-hmm. crawls, you do want that knowledge and and the ability to to recognize that and properly direct services absolutely
3: yeah it make, makes you a, a better uh, recovery coach or a better peer recovery specialist if you know what you're dealing with yeah. um i honestly you you got to witness some of the changes i know something that happens to me a lot is participants will come in and they were here like years and years and years ago and they don't it's hard for them to adjust well, i don't say adjust but like they balk because they're not because like we've evolved and changed and like you said not necessarily professional but professional and you know things have gotten um uh, you know for the good um growth wise and they're like oh it's not like that it wasn't like that when i was here before i how was how's the changes for you because i get that a lot from participants i get it from somebody that's here right now mm-hmm. um fussing <laughs> oh, it's not it wasn't like that when i was here before
0: right um, I think we've evolved. I think every year we kind of evolved, to be honest yeah. with you. I think we've changed since you've gotten here. But back in the day, it was a lot different. It was pretty much peer-to-peer run. You freaking survive or you don't. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. And thank God. Like, it was tough. I cried all the time. It was a lot of tough love. But it we, was. But we always
2: led by example. Right. You always had good leadership. You had good, solid people staying clean, helping folks get recovered. And the recovery
0: community was... Um, <laughs> was amazing you know for my personal recovery because there wasn't any women here um and you know since then i guess us growing up and growing this organization i think with our accreditation as well uh, we have definitely become more organized and responsible and um, accountable for real um but still haven't lost that authenticity i don't feel um i feel like me Personally, as the CEO, I've changed and evolved more professional and I don't mind using that word. I know I'm more professional than I was before I was the CEO or even to be honest, three, two, three years ago. Um, but yeah, when people come in all the time and say it wasn't like that, normally they want to do something that they're probably not supposed to yeah. do. <laughs> uh, for one. According to
3: who. Yeah. Right. According to them. <laughs> right.
0: And um, that adapt to change, like, you know, our brains are hard when it comes to change, You know, and, in my brain and working here and um and you, telling that too, sure, you I know, have, the brain I run across trying to change well, I just <laughs> want to make sure everything is organized and accurate. So I'm very um i that's my role here. You know I don't he's the vision. I'm the make sure we have everything that we need to have and who is going to do that vision. Um, so we've had we've had ups and downs, John and I. Um, and just it's growing pains, you know. And then people forget, I feel like sometimes that I started working here when I was five months in recovery. It's not like I went growing
2: challenges. Yeah,
0: went to college, went to school. Men
2: have challenges.
0: Yeah. (laughs) uh, you have pain. Um
2: I see Lydia's comment, man, always appreciates the heart and soul. That's that's what we all. We the heart and soul of true recovery.
0: Yeah. So I always blood, sweat, and tears in this building, seriously. Um, I think we've done a really good job and and learned a lot. I've learned a lot about myself as a woman and a professional in this field. Um, You know, with John's leadership and Carol's leadership, um, I kind of adapted to her very early on in the professionalism that she invokes in D.C. and everywhere for the recovery community. So we've... We've, <laughs> we've mm. been through a lot together. I mean, we've been together almost 13 years. So, Ooh. yeah, May 27th. Dog years, ears, man. You dog. Yeah. Ears. Uh, well, you <laughs> may be a dog. I'm a beautiful
1: people. Wait, wait. So, what happens May 27th?
0: Um, I'll have 13 years of recovery. Oh, oh
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. how you do that?
0: Uh, Day working baby. at the Mission Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> no, just you got to work on yourself forever. I feel like I had to adapt early on. Like my the work never ends. Never is, no. ends. I don't feel like it. I've worked on a ton of different things now through my recovery, just being a mom and a wife and like all the other hats that I wear. Like I don't. I feel like if I stop working on myself. It's not like going to be like this check in the box. I just feel like something. Um, I don't want to live like that. I want to constantly work on myself. So I do a bunch of different pathways now for my personal recovery um, that help me in just different ways. And in order for me to be the best leader that I can be here, I have to keep continually working on my soul. Hello,
2: yeah.
3: Connie.
0: Hey, Connie. Hi, Connie. Hey, I long love long Connie. Long I'm
3: I, you know, listen mm-hmm. to you, honestly, I tell you. Something, you know, I feel like when I came, when I came onto the team at McShin.
0: It was a disaster. I was an emotional uh, hurricane.
3: uh, Well, that's not what I was going to say. That (laughs) was a rough time. I mean, there was a lot going on. Um, But like, you know, I I think (laughs) in my mindset, um, you know, I I had some, you know, professionalism from my prior job and some recovery knowledge. But one thing that really helped that McShin did for me um is so i was so used to the cookie cutter like there's only one way to recover you Mm -hmm. know like you gotta you gotta do it this way And it was kind of from like my my pathway that i that i still choose and i'm still you know you know grounded you you have so many shortcomings you better look at another way. yeah yeah exactly (laughs) i mean i I came in here i'm like man this is not the only way you know i'm gonna continue to do it my way way. yeah there's just so many ways to recover and um and i get frustrated sometimes because I got so many, I got so many roots in 12 step. Oh, I get the, the, mad oh, at. Them. I'm like, what right. are y'all doing, man? You just, you're doing a disservice to these people out here who need help by telling them, oh, the only way you can do it is this way. You got to do it my, you know, nah, I don't work like that. Like there's many ways to recover. If we really believe this is an illness, you know, like you can do many things to recover from it. Um, so McShin helped me with that. Like great, and 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 I love that. You know, I love that about us. Yeah, you know, that's
2: a good point because 16 years ago, there was only three major pathways yeah. in America to recovery. Yes. You know, now there's multiple pathways. Yeah. So we had to we actually make that adjustment too. But one thing we did good, we've always been ahead of the curve. Yeah. McShinn really have been ahead of the curve every step of the way. If you if you want a crystal ball on what's coming around <laughs> that curve, you just give me a shot, man. i I'll tell you what's up. <laughs> Well, well that-
0: I can't do that, but I do think that we've definitely been the leader in the recovery community as far as uh, what we do here at McShend, for sure.
3: Yeah, Def- definitely. Definitely a leader and, and supportive, too. Like I think people don't see I'm telling God, people do not see how much. Make share, how much we, I'm part, i mean, How much we support other organizations? Mm-hmm. Like the stuff we will do behind closed doors. Like we're not blasting it out for everybody, but like we're we're always su- supportive. You know, even though sometimes that's, that's your mom and mommy. Judy Lee.
2: Yeah, my mommy. <laughs> how'd you Aww. do it?
3: Not yeah. 13
0: years yet. but yeah, <laughs> it's been a tough Two, couple. Couple months. more weeks, right? Yeah.
3: yeah, if she makes it. <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll put a cake on her face. But,
0: like, yeah, like you're saying, but also, like, you know, we, we do support financially because I sign yeah, the checks yeah. and I know what every penny goes to, but also, like, Leaders publicly. Sharers, for like sure. And I think. The people that um, have a negative outlook or just a, a t- negative taste in their mouth, which is sad, which it, it does happen to any organization. You know, there's not one organization that everyone in the world loves. You know what I mean? Um, but I think it's um, definitely Ben and Jerry's
2: ice cream, man. They yeah.
0: That new Netflix and Chill is <laughs> you, I'm addicted. That is mm, so good. I, what is um, it? Netflix what? and Chill. Name of
3: ice cream? Yeah, it's Ben and oh, Jerry's that, new one. Crispy cream
0: Brownie. hotline. I mean,
2: like that
3: organization?
0: Well, okay.
3: <laughs> (laughs) i'm telling you man
0: Christmas cream is banking right every time i
3: go by it it's like cars lined up on
0: (laughs) but yeah but y'all should try that ice cream it's so (laughs) good i get like three containers of it every time i go to the store um (laughs) but i think like the reality is mcshen's going to keep doing what we're going to do anyway supporting these other organizations and doing what our heart is and our heart is helping these individuals downstairs, not only that helping these families that are on here, I can see a few already that we've helped their family members, you know, that came through this organization. This stuff right here, this individual, he came here way before y'all, but you might know him, but Robert is, um, he just got Virginia Polytechnic Institute and State University, got his bachelor's in science economics. He wrote a little thing, he sent this address to, to me and it says, this wouldn't have been possible without you. Thank you for what you do. So, that's
3: great. Robert, man.
0: we are super, super proud well, of you. Mikey just
2: got a... Uh, what did he get? A um, B.A.
0: Mikey a. Quinn. Yep. He just graduated from VCU. Um, oh, so, like, graduated? yeah. Yeah. And this is the stuff. He got that, a master
2: in business, MBA. Yeah. MBA. Yeah. Um,
0: well, we've had doctors
2: and lawyers that, that went on to become doctors and lawyers came to here. Sure.
0: Think. But not even just you know the professionalism and the degree we've helped thousands upon thousands of families heal it's just the individual that sent this to us is thanking us because we started him on that path you know what i mean so it's like it just i've already messaged him on facebook and we've already talked back and forth and it's just i mean that's the stuff um, that keeps me going, you know. I know we yeah. talk we a lot. We have
2: lots of success. Lots you come of, success. Out. You tons of success,
0: and you don't yeah. have to go to college to be a success. Hello. Clearly, hello. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> hey, I did one week in Stanford, so that counts. <laughs> that
2: does count. That's that's good. like I studied abroad. Yeah, you went to France on your senior trip. And hey, I you just
0: dipping over there? Okay, I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> no, I'm proud of that too. That's a whole
2: accomplishment.
1: Yes. absolutely. <laughs> it I, I, t- I took an edX class. Um you know, one of those free classes online uh, through Harvard University. So I, I can oh, say yeah. that I went to Harvard.
2: Harvard oh, God.
1: <laughs> it was like an art history class or something goofy like that. But so I love that you uh, we were talking, you know, how, how we've adapted, you know, how the organization has adapted, how it's grown and multiple pathways, you know, and in my role, you know, I I, I go and I I'm with other organizations often and talking about, the out if the outcome is recovery, what is recovery? And and I think Well that's a moving target. That's a moving target. Well that's helping people to define what, what it, recovery is well, for the, them. The
2: SAMHSA definition basically is anything that does less harm <laughs> the day after the day yeah. before. So that there's a SAMHSA definition of recovery. It's about two, three paragraphs when, I, when, when we
3: when we do the uh the PRS training and the recovery coach training we'll we'll throw that out there as an assignment you know as a little Work. Right. Hey, everybody define what recovery is. You'll, you'll, there's so many different definitions. Okay. You know, so but, many, but, have but, many
2: Now here's the sad part because there's so much science-driven, evidence-based recovery out there, but our nation doesn't embrace it. Because harm reduction—that's mm-hmm. really you know those are pathways to recovery. You know, anything that can reduce the harm keep you in the mix to do better the next day. That's really recovery. So. But, but our communities don't embrace true recovery; they really don't. You know, they 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 stuck on, they stigmatize these these uh, harm reduction pathways that is evidence based. So yeah, there's exactly. a conversation for another day.
3: Yeah.
1: On that, but a very good conversation. Something I had not, I didn't know anything about until I got here, until I started to participate with, as you know, Jesse was saying, with other organizations that we have partnered with and been able to be a part of that conversation. And it's only mm-hmm. through my access through you guys through this organization that I've been able to learn about what else is out there. Now for me, you know, I was on probation when I got here. So I, you know, I, I an abstinence based uh, recovery was absolutely mandatory for me. Um, I risk going back to jail, <laughs> you know, but I'm not on probation anymore. Between
2: you and the judge though. Well, you said, right. your honor, I promise I won't use nothing.
1: Yeah. Well, but, well- and you were reported, you would have reported me to my probation officer had I used in that period. Now I continue to practice an abstinence based recovery. It's not something that I'm even considering something else in the, at this moment. But I also know that there are other people who have other recovery goals. And that's as a recovery coach. Here, you know, I have to embrace the idea that just because I have one recovery pathway doesn't mean that that's the only thing for everybody. And that's that's really helpful to know that
3: a lot lot of a lot of POs now will actually they're on board with M.A.T. Yeah, Um, they're not, you know, they got to be at the law. Yeah. Yeah. They're not like forcing people to, to do abstinence-based recoveries.
1: Well, I was I was thinking specifically more like drinking. Like my, my probation specifically yeah. said no oh, drinking. Yeah. And you know, marijuana's coming down the road, you know, here in Virginia. It's, it's here. It well, ain't coming. well, it's the, 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 the decriminalization, but the legalization, you know, is coming <clears> down and <throat> we, we don't even know how the probation officers are gonna react to marijuana. You gotta treat it
2: like alcohol. There. You ain't supposed to drink, you ain't supposed to do weed, but if you can do one, you can do the other. <laughs> So there, I just gave you the mirror uh, crystal ball <laughs> look.
1: <laughs> well, I was, uh, we had uh, Colette McEachin on. Uh, she's a, a commerce attorney in sit- Richmond City, and she predicted, you know, we'd have full legalization here. Mm-hmm. And I, I, we you know,
2: might. It might be next session. Could be two sessions, but it's so. definitely coming.
3: Can't come soon enough. You Heard it here first.
2: <laughs> well, I think like, actually, having John, not, John, when you I, still
3: can't smoke it when it's legal, just look, so you know. I'm, I'm you're right, it ain't for me,
2: but it does create a problem for re- the recovering community mm-hmm. having it illegal. Because, it, it, like, if you read some papers, they still arresting people, you oh, still yeah, going yeah, to prison. people for, away
3: for mad. I mean, time it's
2: crazy, around. you know.
3: We so, got a staff, staff member who did. Five years on, yeah, on it, yeah, yeah. But
2: they're spending good, good recovery money on corrections. They don't need to spend, you know. So,
1: anyway, that's another topic for another time. Well, it's a topic for another time, but it does bring up a good point. Um, you know, we've had many discussions. You know, this this whole COVID nineteen nonsense has well, not nonsense, no, but this whole COVID nineteen has really had a an incredible impact on recovery and and what it, what connection means. Um, going forward, you know, we're not going to go back to what we were. Not us. I mean, the world's not going to go back to the way it was exactly. There's going to be a new normal. How does that look to you guys? How does that look for the recovery community? And and as far as an organization, you know, we've adapted fairly well. We continue to adapt. How does how does that change stay permanent, or what else do we have to? I continue? don't
2: know. I know we need to rethink that shelter in place, though.
1: Yeah.
0: I feel like I personally am getting way more um, from McShin as far as the deep root into the peers right now because I get to connect with all four female houses all week. Um, So I've missed that in my role as far as, you know, going back to my roots and hanging out with girls. I mean, I have coaches that I have to do, you know, the recovery coaching with, but that has been very, um, to be honest, I look forward to them and it's helped my personal recovery during this. So I would like to somehow continue to incorporate some of that somehow. because my role really isn't hanging out with McShin participants all day or nothing. I mean, that'd be cool, but I, I just don't, I can't do that.
2: I'll see Debbie's comment. She said seven years ago tonight, McShin premiered the anonymous people.
0: Oh, wow.
2: All right. Everybody wow. got to go home and watch it tonight.
0: I've watched that maybe 7,000 times. <laughs> no, you haven't. Yes, I have. Not
2: 7,000. Hey, maybe an honest program
0: <laughs> uh, but I love it. It's just, it's only so much I can hear you talking
2: about i play. I learn, I learned something new every time I see it. Man. But I think I
0: McShin's going to adapt and evolve either way. But I think when we're finally, I mean, we're definitely going to let the 12th step come back in. I mean, you know, our participants are still struggling and they still kind of want, you know, want that co- cohesiveness and that connectiveness too. So, um, and then church, everything is like, you know, canceled or on Zoom now. Yeah, yeah, but
2: yeah, but you know, these podcasts are taking off, yeah. and, the, and the live streams we're doing. So we actually were able to enter a market we weren't in before. Yeah, as yeah. far as carrying the message of hope. So I think that's going to be a plus coming away from this. Mm-hmm. But there's no substitute for that social connection for the newcomer. Though. No,
3: and and I think like you can get you can have a meeting like a. 12-step mean any kind of church online, via Zoom, they televise that stuff. You can do that, but something about that fellowship, and I think that's what people actually miss, just being able to kick it. Yeah, you know,
2: I'm, I'm yeah. craving a cookout, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like the just big be, old be able to talk, cook cookout, mess, big big old old cookout. Old yes. you
3: know. Um, you know you that's, I'm scared to go around a smoke
2: shop <laughs> with more ten people out
3: there. Don't know what's going to happen, right? I know, man. <laughs> That, that's the stuff that's gonna. That's the stuff that you're not gonna be able to replace. When's Memorial with this. Day? We're gonna. Yeah. This is
2: the first year we'll miss a Memorial a Day. Yeah, day yeah. yeah. 27th?
3: Yeah. Well, we
2: might. Yeah. We
0: might do one. Hey. Yeah. we can't
2: have a big cookout. Yeah, we can. Well, we'll space <laughs> them apart. We could have one with just
1: our
0: participants. <laughs> a drive-through cookout. Safe. Oh, I don't know yeah. what day of Day A
3: drive-through cookout.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it would two Mondays from now, not next, not this Monday, but the Monday after.
2: I know that's the yeah. day Joseph died. It'd be a year this May. Yeah, yeah. I, I keep thinking about that every day, man.
1: Age Twenty-six. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's fun. You you bring that up, and of course, I'm in Joseph's office, and in, in that in that role, and the day that uh, I was in there with another participant. Uh, we were doing a sage burn a uh, brush cleansing in that that office, and that was the day that uh we both got phone calls at the same time, and then there was a another issue over at Scott house so that was a tough time that was a tough time last year yeah it was, was a really tough time for everybody um and I continue you know we continue to talk about that and grow from that and learn from that um the first real death and recovery um experience I had here happened about two years ago it'll be two years in the middle of june um with teddy and that one was uh, a huge profound impact on my life because of course he'd been left for dead in a ditch in chesterfield and that that the idea that people didn't want to give him help because they were worried about going back to jail you know and and that that hit then I still want to get teary-eyed thinking about him because he was such a such a sweet kid and i remember how um you know, many of us here didn't know him because, you know, he, he went to work and I lived with him at Chamberlain. so, you know, many people here didn't even know him. But, you know, we, we really all sort of bound together. And I know that we learned a lot about the organization and how we handle uh, relapse here from that experience. So well, I, I think that I love, that yeah. changed our policies a little bit. Yeah. Actually, now we
0: go down. We go to any length to help once,
2: these kids. Once you, start, gonna... you can't stop yeah that's the addictive rate right? uh, hey dixie great <laughs> job on the news dixie. the other day yeah, great
0: job dixie you look gorgeous you did
2: you look good
0: yeah. and your mommy did great
2: <laughs> well <laughs> great job i do know that much so <laughs> here we are here we are the some of the best leaders in the industry i think mm-hmm. Cause we got some work yet to do with Nathan.
0: <laughs>
2: what Amen step, to that. What I step know you on man <laughs> 4.3. He's your sponsor, man. I, I, we, we need to talk him. bring him in
1: for a conference.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my my, my, my sponsor is actually a chaplain, believe it or not. I, I, I that bigger. That,
2: <laughs> probably probably got Catholic uh, background, you know. Uh, hit hit the might, plate and yeah. go to
1: heaven, baby. So, where
2: are we going? <laughs>
1: I have no idea. No, we well, pick on Nathan. Well,
2: well, Well, we're talking about the good, the bad, the ugly. You know, there's, there's a lot of rewards here, but there's a lot. There's a lot of pain and suffering. Yeah. We're in an industry where people die. Yeah. You know, a large percent of people die, and it's just not a damn thing we can do about it. You know, we could bust our butts, and I think we do reduce it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we had it. We had we
3: had we had years on most people's lives. I do believe that. So, and you know, that's the the reality about what's going on today. Even with COVID nineteen, people still are gonna, still are, and still are gonna die addiction ain't going disorder. nowhere.
2: The death rate yeah. ain't going nowhere. Probably yeah. going up because crises like this do increase drug yeah, use. Yeah, they definitely. do increase risky behavior. They do increase the ultimate outcome. So look around the table. Be ready, man. Because we're gonna have to work harder. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah I mean that's definitely the most challenging. Besides. With John all these years, the most <laughs> challenging thing is.
2: Um, is yeah, this, but look how good you've done. I know. I know. You know? Mm-hmm. You, yeah. Look at Jesse. What about
0: me, man? <laughs> but not, you're not challenged. Yeah, barber. but the challenge. But it's also <laughs> even some individuals that have passed. You know, I can't tell you how many family members have thanked us for the extra year or six months or two years that they had with their child. Um, and I say child because most of the deaths, you know, are, are young adults. Um, but I think, you know, the reality of it is that we still have to work even harder. I feel like I have one of my closest friends using right now. And, um, you know, that's, I guess that's the part that um, I just get very emotional. I guess the more and more death um, because you every day you see on ding dong Facebook, someone has passed or or whatever. And it's like, I think we just, that's what keeps me, you know, thriving to help the people that are still here. Um, you know, when I find out someone really close is using and it's COVID or not COVID, it's just the reality of when people separate themselves from the herd, they get eaten
2: get in the herd stay in the herd do what the herd does you get what the herd gets you you do what they do outside the herd you get what they get that's really simple messaging
3: yeah yeah we just complicate it yeah. um we definitely do yeah you know honestly we don't I,
0: as mcshan we make it simple
3: well no no i mean we as recovering as, okay. people yeah us recovering people guy. we complicate it. <laughs> um but what you said is the same thing i did I mean, when i when i lost my son it was like a that was like my driving force. Like I knew I was in the right business then. Like I knew I was supposed to be here at McShen because that's all I wanted to do. You weren't just, here long when your son. No, nah, not not long at all. Uh, that was June.
1: That was June of two thousand eighteen, yeah. wasn't
3: it? Yeah. yeah, and that was like okay. I know what I got to do for the rest of my life. I'm not going anywhere. McShen ain't getting rid of me. I'm staying here, and I'm going to help the next sick and suffering. You know. <laughs> yeah. I
2: realize when you lost your son how
3: much you stuff your feelings and don't share. I so- do. I I don't. I still don't. I'm, I'm terrible with. It. I don't know how don't. Kelly does it, man. I yeah. mean, y'all must be a top. Well, she thinks. Well, she she thinks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: She,
0: yeah. <laughs> you just casually just <laughs> throw shit out star. I'm
1: sorry.
3: I just, <laughs> Was that
2: a topic for what? I, I missed it too. Between you and Kelly, you not oh, sharing yeah. and not talking and stuff, in your fields must be a topic for discussion. He just drops <laughs>
3: balls. It's just like, boom. I, mean, but there, there's, See, there's, there's, I
2: read my there's, case. There's
3: He's sure. here. I, he some gave truth. me a question. No, no, there's, 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 that, I agree. There's some yeah. Truth. Yeah. Kelly, Kelly always, she thinks She'll tell me she's she she thinks I'm empathetic. Like I don't have any. She's like, "Where's your empathy? You don't know empathy. how to share the yeah. feelings,
2: man. You yeah. didn't get that class as a kid.
3: Yeah, you well, know, I'm gonna
2: hold a workshop for you
3: one day. C- certain feelings I don't know how to share.
0: <laughs> Most feelings, <laughs> some,
3: I mean, some I can share, some I can't. If you're good at poker, you
0: got to wait. Poker he shares face. some feelings up in our executive no. meetings sometimes. Yeah. So. Some <laughs> we, I can, some I can't. have seen yeah. a few feelings. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I don't feel safe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he doesn't. To get
3: my damn nerves. <laughs> do that.
0: You are such a liar. He does, he does not do that. It's-
2: it's the, it's the weight pile mentality oh, well, God. God. Oh. Yeah, come on man i'll spy you. <laughs> <laughs> feels i'm you.
1: never going to the gym with this guy <laughs> well that's not gonna happen
0: anyway Jim, um, gonna, hold on, look. Speaker really quick i said i heard you have a home gym can i borrow some dumbbells he said you carol i don't know what what's a dumbbell, dumbbell? What's <laughs> a
1: dumbbell?
2: <laughs> back in the day it was a, it was it was a <laughs> unintelligent southern woman yeah. a dumbbell you know the i don't dumb- know what a dumbbell <laughs> is man <laughs>
1: I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I can't See
0: how I much mean, fun we, we have here at the Fiction Foundation.
1: You know, so often, and we talked about this with somebody last week. Um, you know, we dumbbells. Dumbbells. We <laughs> talked about. Well, we probably talked about dumbbells too. But we talk about um the 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 failures or the the non successes get so much airtime or get so much. Oh, the media. Uh, yeah, they intention. drive.
2: They drive tragedy, yeah. but they don't drive success.
1: Exactly, and I I love how you know, you were saying about the the wanting to have a cookout, man, that's that when I got here. and, And that was like, you know, let's cook out, cook out, let's get together and do stuff and this and that. And I was like, Every other day, there was another event. and as We're a, well aware. <laughs> right.
0: We're well aware. It's, it's been
1: weird the last couple of weeks, but we're adapting, right? We're adapting. I see cricket
2: ch- checking in, man. Cricket, at the beginning, we talked about you for 10 minutes. Yeah. Man. We, we love it.
0: cricket. But really quick um on on that, too. I agree to disagree as far as the media, because I feel like the media has done very well with McShin hmm. and our success stories, you know, on the TV and the paper. I mean, that whole second floor is. Yeah, well, I think what beating. we're saying
2: they don't do enough success stories of everybody. Like every day, if if we could get all recovering organizations, if you can get the positivity blasting through the media as much as you do the negativity of
3: the disease, yeah, that's okay. what I'm talking about. Know, yeah, that's, yeah and, and and that's the mm-hmm. problem. Well, I don't say problem, but that's what hurts twelve step fellowships. They don't, you know, well, stay they, in the dark. Don't tell anybody. Well, yeah, too, yeah, yeah. You know. It, it, but
2: but those there's, there's multiple pathways. Yeah, to recovery, you don't have you know? to be you 12. Days. The story that the paper should run a, a series every, every day, they should have a, a recovery success series. You know, mm-hmm. every day you should be reading about some pathway, some individual, some organization, how wonderful recovery is, the new high. The new cool, you know, so many that more successes segment. than at
0: that, least yeah. for the whole month yeah. of September, National Recovery Month, if, yeah. well,
2: that's if, great you, do, if you Do the math. Yeah, the uh, if this, if this 46 million Americans <laughs> either in recovery or need recovery, right? But yet they focus on the bottom four percent of the negativity mm-hmm. about those suffering from substance use disorders, mm-hmm. bombardment in the media, and then it really drives the irresponsible drug war we're hung up in too. What so. <laughs> <Bombardment>. <laughs> what were you talking about that one
3: right there I, I didn't.
2: what
0: does that Sometimes, mean I, 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 I,
2: a bombardment is like, <laughs> like you might have first heard of the naval bombardment you know like cannon fire gunfire of course, you wouldn't know nothing about that but <laughs> Ooh. But
0: and i watched a couple war movies
1: twice. And, and how old are you?
0: I'm um, thirty nine so
1: Two war. movies. I bundled up on your lawn and watched a war movie at your that's house. That's
2: Right. <laughs> Shaving private Ryan, a classic. <laughs> classic.
1: <laughs> I, watching people in front of God, us, watching relationships in happen in front of right. us.
0: Yeah, that's fun.
1: <laughs> it is fun. Guys, it is just about the 55 minute mark. And that's right around the sweet spot for uh, recovery. Uh, recovery videos. But now you sound like a social worker.
2: Look,
0: oh, my hour's up. Gotta go. Speaking now. of relationships, I'll be married ten years on Friday, and I met my husband in
3: rehab.
2: What? what? Yeah.
3: Oh, geez, great.
0: I-
2: <laughs> One out
3: of a thousand. He used to come visit you at Smith House.
0: Yes, you- he. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, how how, how, was, how was the shelter in place
0: Two going tops. with you
3: and your husband?
0: Right now, it's actually... Uh, we've had two major TIFFs in the past two months, but we... The, the
2: fine TIFF for Jesse, because he don't know what a tip TIFF is.
0: means I, sh- I, uh, sure I, I <laughs> was losing my That's mind. stuff you
2: and Kelly go through every night when you
3: go home. But we resolved
0: it within hours.
3: <laughs> Kelly, we're good. I'm I don't not. know where he's getting us from. <laughs> but, I mean, he goes to work
0: every day, so I have to be with
3: him.
1: John's projecting is what he's doing. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm good.
2: At the end of the hour, man. John
1: Carroll will be on tomorrow. So oh Lord.
0: Make sure y'all play highlights of this.
2: Look, don't bring my name up tomorrow.
1: Good. I mean, you'll be downstairs in the in the in your office watching and texting. We create a new Facebook account for it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna do that. <laughs>
2: Oh man. I need somebody show
0: me how to do that. Hey, come and <laughs> pull up your Facebook account for me. <laughs> how does this thing work? Gosh.
1: What's uh, this button here? I have uh, I have orientation to go run, so with that that's why oh, I was Stephanie with you. That says happy anniversary.
0: Oh, thank you, Stephanie. You
1: know, anytime I think some of- Cox. Thanks, My man, Jason.
0: Preach. Anytime
1: I think of anniversaries, I think of the uh, Flintstones skit with Barney and and Fred uh, when the piano, you know, happy anniversary, happy. Oh, none of y'all know what I'm talking
0: yeah. about. Was that the
1: movie or the cartoon? Oh, the cartoon. Yeah. I love the movie. I, is the I don't
0: remember that ah.
2: from Fred. I've watched all of Flintstones.
1: You don't remember that? <laughs> I gotta Google that one. I'll now. Send,
0: send it to you.
3: You look like Fred, like Fred <laughs> <Flintstones>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you ever do?
1: Wait, so that's how you.
3: That's how you close
1: this. As we uh, close out, um, I just want to ask one more question of all three of you, and I think you already probably know what I'm going to ask. And I, we should start, ladies, first. What are you grateful for today, honesty?
0: I'm grateful that I found my shin all those years ago. Well, excuse me, my mom, Derby, found my shin uh, for me. Kicked you out. The- yeah. <laughs> well, it was. It was a mess, um, but yeah, I never thought I would stick around here this long. So, thank you for opening, Michonne. John,
2: well, I'm more like Jesse on this one, man. Don't share, don't talk. <laughs> he's he's not yeah. grateful for him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to yeah, ask I, you next. Uh, I'm having a good time right now. So I'm grateful for the moment. To be honest with you, because if I was dead or on drugs or in jail, I'm sure I wouldn't be having this right now. Mm-hmm. So. I'm He's real done. grateful for this moment we're in right now. This is a special podcast. I appreciate it, you know. Yeah, I fun. think we needed this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I needed to laugh. <laughs> Ain't nothing like the moment. I like that. So I, I, I didn't get a chance last time when you asked that, something that came to my mind. I'm grateful for second chances. Amen. Like If I didn't have, well, second, third, fourth, <laughs> I wouldn't be right I like, here, like, you know. I, like I, I wouldn't be here with, with y'all, you know, at, at mcShin on this beautiful team. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: You know something I'm grateful for um anybody
3: ask you though <laughs> <laughs> I like that John Hey you know what hey John you know, you've had the mic get the don't mic be out so of
2: there my my name <laughs> was on the intro there buddy free
1: yourself <laughs> <sharp, laughs> man. <Really>? Oh. <laughs> you know I like that um <laughs> <laughs> <You're> so... <laughs> shit I'm I lost for, my I'm train grateful, I'm not anymore, No I, I think, think right. you had Why, something great yeah. to yeah. say you I, were like looking out in the stars Gratitude under pressure. What's it look like, Nathan? <laughs> Shit. Um, you know, uh, uh, someone asked me last week if I would have found recovery if I hadn't gone to jail.
0: Mm.
1: And, you know, I told her uh, this. It was Collette again. And I told her that, yeah, I, I, I don't know because I don't live in, in hypotheticals and I can't live in hypotheticals. Um, but I said I'm grateful that I did. Um, and I'm grateful, I'm grateful that I did find recovery in a jail program, a McShin jail program in uh, Fauquier County. Woo hoo! Um, yeah, and met some incredible people who guided me the first week out of jail when I probably could have done some really more destructive things, and was able to bring me here safely. And grateful that even that, uh, even though, I'm like, you know, I'm a, I'm a willful son of a bitch, and sorry, mom. Uh, I'm a willful yeah. SO- <laughs> um but I'm grateful I have you know people around me here uh, who hold me accountable most of the time, um, who who uh, who still you know believe in me and help me all- every day, and. Uh, these are my three bosses right here, and I give them more shit than I give anybody, and probably any That's other a boss. Pretty long, given.
2: grateful comment.
3: Man. I mean, <laughs> hey, look, we were all pretty short,
2: you know. The hour's <laughs> over,
3: man. <laughs> oh, <yeah.
0: laughs> One minute. He's he's
3: he's he's a lot younger and newer. He's got a lot more. Stuff to Come yeah. on, big, I'm the fact. youngest
0: person at this
3: table, I do believe. Oh, we're about oh, the yeah. same age now. Uh, yeah. you're older than me.
0: Oh, go. I
2: will see some odd days. I'm, <laughs> well,
0: I'm proud of
1: my age. 39. No. Yeah. No, I mean,
3: I mean, I you, don't you know. We, know. we already interrupted <laughs> this. <laughs> <for> this. <laughs> hey
1: guys, so I do want to I do want to close out by saying thank you to everybody who watched and or listened today. Um, great to see all of y'all here. And we'll see you tomorrow at two o'clock for um, the other half of Ooh, McShin, uh, Carol McDade. I believe she's going to have a special guest, but uh, it's a oh, it's a fun. secret. I'm not sure who she who she's bringing with her yet. Uh, um, uh, I do want to thank our very 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 special guests here, um, Jesse, John, and of course Honesty over here. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is really 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 fun. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Todd.
0: We're going we're in the,
3: house. <laughs> SM Studios. the
1: Wizard.
2: And uh, the weather, the man behind the curtain, and <laughs> all
0: of our guests. Good thing and he's
2: behind the curtain, man. See
1: what he looks like <laughs> Friday at two <laughs> o'clock. We have Michael <laughs> King. Oh, you right on the thing, man. <laughs> he's right there yeah. Things, yeah. Um, and then who do we have on Friday evening for Getting the Herd After um, Hours? We have Debbie, Debbie
0: Rosen,
1: What so she has actually guests coming on with her.
0: Family, uh, De- awesome.
1: debbie family member family friday Thank you, debbie. family friday debbie that's really going to be awesome. Flyer. <laughs> uh, yeah, we should have flyers we oh, should have flyers everywhere we hey we be... got
2: big show saturday night too we What's... got a uh, lisa mccartney and uh carol mcday talking about insurance uh treatment how to uh get your money if you get screwed by insurance companies Oops. so Ooh. the mix the mix mm-hmm. the mix. Uh, we got, mix we got mix. Power, McCartney. Power Live stream late night Saturday, so dun dun dun. anybody anybody got screwed by a insurance company? We're going they're going to tell you how to appeal it and hopefully get you a reimbursement. So that should be good.
1: That, was- that should be really good. Excellent. Yeah. So, uh, thank you all, and thank you guys. And with that, have a great rest of your day.
0: Thank you. <laughs>
1: Bye.